Hey all you tea lovers, welcome back to Tea with D. Hey tea lovers, welcome back to episode 16 of Tea with D. Today's episode is titled Grief Unfiltered. I feel like today in society, grief is not really talked about. I think that we're as a whole told, you know, time heals all wounds, you'll get over it, things will be fine. And when you're in the moment, that's not necessarily what you want to hear. I know for me personally, um, September was an interesting month for me because September 14th was two years since my dad has passed. And I remember the first year being a blur and I was so numb and I almost was a shell of myself because I couldn't fully, I don't think I fully coped during the process of my dad's dying as well as his death because I was struggling with dealing with my emotions, which I have, you know, struggled with my entire life, but also like making sure that I wasn't putting blame on other people was my biggest struggle as well. Or maybe I was getting into situations that weren't the most healthiest for me at the time. And I think that grief does a lot of different things to you. And there's this quote that I heard and saw by John Green, and it's, so often we try to make other people feel better by minimizing their pain, by telling them that it will get better, which it will, or that they're are worse things in the world, which there are, but that's not what I actually I needed to hear. What I needed was for someone to tell me that it hurt because it mattered. And I think this was so prevalent during the time of my dad's passing that I don't think I recognized in the moment until things settle down and you mature a little bit, you're able to recognize your behavior a little bit differently. Um, I remember during my dad's passing, I was very mute, very, like I said, a shell of myself, not my full authentic self, I think, because I didn't know where to fully express how I was feeling, to whom, to anything. Honestly, I know I'm rambling because it's it's a weird feeling when you lose a parent or any type of loved one. Because I think a lot of us think that the people we love are invincible. At least for my case, for my dad, I always felt that way. And two years later, realizing anything can happen to anyone at any time, at any moment. And it's why I made it such a mission in my life since my dad's been gone to live every day to the best of my abilities and to live my best life and do things for myself and put myself into therapy to be a better person and to not live with my anxiety and things that I felt were such a fault of mine for so long and sidetracking a little bit but this is where grief comes into play grief does so many different things to you You start blaming yourself what could I have done better what did I not do what did this why did this person deserve this you know why why it's always questions that we have during the grief process because when you don't have answers you're left wondering and when you're left wondering you can't help but formulate thoughts in your own head of what the end result or why that had to happen you know and no one necessarily knows unless you believe in a higher power that higher power knows I believe in God so I believe that God knew um however I think that it's so interesting when people talk about loss and grief, like I stated previously, and how it's, if you really think about it, it's not that talked about. You know, people aren't, in this society, we talk about positivity and it's almost become negative positivity where we're always like, you have to stay positive, you have to stay positive. If you are sad or upset, it's a negative mindset. Like, I can't deal with that. That's not my vibe. And since being in therapy, I used to think that way before and since being in therapy I completely switched to a 360 because I think that 
It's okay to be in your feelings. It's okay to be sad. There's those days where all you can do is just breathe. And that is okay. You shouldn't be faulted for having a bad day or being upset, a bad week, a bad month. You are human. You are normal. And I think during my grieving process, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this, because it has been two years, and the two-year mark came, and it was a really weird feeling because I honestly didn't think I would be that upset. You know, and I know that's crazy to say, I made it a point before entering therapy to not look at pictures of my dad, not to like reminisce like that. I just wanted to keep the memory in my head. And when I would see things, I would get emotional and I would get upset and I would get sad. And at the time before I really learned that it's okay to cry, it's okay to be upset, it's okay to be mad, it's okay to have all these different feelings, I was programmed into my mind that I couldn't be this type of person where it was acceptable to be upset about the loss of my dad I think I had this twisted narrative in my head that if I was upset then I was negative and the negativity wasn't going to do anything for me which is not not the case you know you're allowed to feel you're allowed to be upset especially losing someone you love and you know, I think it's a really weird process and transitioning when those people are no longer in your life to call them, to ask them what they're up to, or maybe go out to dinner or a game or seek advice. And I know for me, the reason why I wanted to make this episode is to give people some tips if maybe they're going through a situation right now where they've lost a loved one, or maybe you're in my case where my dad was in hospice because he was dying of cancer. So you're having a little bit more time before they pass. What I would recommend you to do is to not be selfish and to be selfless. I think one of my biggest regrets that I've had to learn to overcome is feeling like I could have done more. And if you are someone that maybe feels as though this is your situation where you could have done more, the best advice I could could give to you is you did the best with you did the best you could with what you had and with your circumstances for the people going through the situation like I am where you know you have the option to do more do it because I remember there were times where I felt like I don't know if I can do this right now I don't know if I feel like I could stay with my dad by myself the nights where we would rotate between amongst my family like it was making me nervous and anxious what if something happened you know god forbid he were to pass away in my care all these different things raced through my head and looking back you know I still did it but I looking back I'm like oh my gosh I'm so happy I did do that what if I had it because that's extra time spent with him and there was times where I do regret where I could have stayed um in Fresno there was times where I was taking trips you know during the time that my dad was sick and I was with my friends and at the time now I'm realizing that was my way of coping and having to distract myself from the pain that I was going through knowing that I was losing my dad I'm getting emotional and choked up a little bit. I always do that. But it's because it's so raw and real for me that I actually now give myself a pat on my back because at 21 years old or 21, 22 years old, that's a very pivotal time for most people. And especially with their parents and losing the loss of my dad, who was my best friend and we were so similar in a lot of different ways. It was hard for me, but at the time I found as though... I acted as though it wasn't that big of a deal and that I was going to be okay. And once I got into therapy and realized, wow, I have a lot of unpent up shit and damage here that I really need to start working on is when I realized, okay, stop pointing the finger. Just do something about it. Realize it's not your fault. 
you can grow. You can evolve. There was mistakes that I made. There's mistakes that he made. There's mistakes we all make in our lives. And the best thing that you can do during your grieving process is not blame yourself and just do what I what I did that helped me honestly was do what my dad would have wanted me to do. And that was to live my life. And I think that I've done a really great job of doing that. I'm sure there's some things that I could do better at and be more strict and get on task with in certain things in my life. But overall, I'm very happy with the person I've become and the person I am being. And that was because I got into a situation after my dad's death situation was being numb and being masking it like I said before with fake positivity making it seem as though I was okay when really I wasn't and I think that it's okay like I've said so many other episodes and even today it's okay to not be okay like it's normal and I think when you have this idea in your head like I did for so long that you had to stay positive and negativity was like unattractive and it was a sin and no one would want you if you're negative you know this is me I'm allowed to have this moment I'm allowed to be upset was when my life changed so I switched my mind my mentality for a really long time which was that mindset to things happen in life but I will be okay I'm allowed to grieve my dad however way I wanted to grieve him I think that my tip earlier about being present and being selfless versus selfish is such a great lesson that I had to learn as well as being present in the moment realizing and expressing how you're feeling to people and or maybe going into therapy I know for me personally it took me a whole year and a half to get into therapy after my dad died people kept telling me you really need to get into therapy you need to sign up you have to do this you know later on it's gonna unfold and all of your baggage is just gonna come out and then you're gonna take it on on other people maybe or yourself and you don't deal with that trauma now it's going to hit you later on in life. And I think that's a great lesson for anyone is if you don't fix your shit now, it's going to unfold and unravel. And I think the best advice and the best, or I guess not advice, the best analogy I can give you is think about your closet. You know where you put in all of your extra shirts and t-shirts and toys and whatever appliances that you have. You just throw it in there because you don't want to put it out so for the public to see or you don't want to find another place for it so it becomes a storage bin essentially. So you're packing it up and packing it up and packing it up and then one day you realize oh my god I haven't unpacked any of this there's so much stuff I can barely close the door and then you throw in maybe like one more jacket and then everything combusts and it hits you all in the face because you didn't do the work to heal and I think that that's a great lesson for people listening right now during your grieving process or who have gone through a grieving process is you already know and you will know that if you don't unpack it now I promise you I promise you I promise you it will come out eventually and it will hit you in the face later. There is moments for me where I remember during that year and a half where I wasn't in therapy and working on myself, I would take it down on other people. You know, I would find ways to cause drama in a sense because I didn't want to deal with the sadness that I was feeling inside. I created triggers for myself almost. And it was, why are you doing this? And it, and I, not until I started really seeing a counselor and understanding why I was doing certain things or why I was coping with certain things in certain ways is because I didn't know how to express my emotions. And I used to think, oh my God, 
gosh, I'm such an emotional person, person. Like I'm so deep and all this stuff, but it was almost surface level. It was, I didn't want to reveal my full self because I was scared that if I did that, then I would unleash all of my other trauma and triggers and everything that I had happened in childhood and adulthood and every almost became very, like I said, a shell of myself with everyone around me. And I think that's no way to live. And the reason why I want to tell people this today is to recognize what your actions are. Really take a moment and stop and think to yourself, is this the life I want to live? Is this the person I want to be? With the person that I loved who has passed, would they be proud of me? Would Would they be happy that I'm becoming this person who's rigid and closed off and against the world and thinking that all bad things and negative things are going to happen no matter what. I don't think anyone wants to live that life. I sure as hell didn't. So I had to do something about it. And sometimes it's not until you hit your breaking point is when you actually go out and seek to a better life and seek to be a better person. And the reason why I want to say this today is maybe do that before shit hits the fan and you're listening to this right now and you're seeing yourself spiral a little bit why don't instead of you hitting the complete floor and just collapsing you stop and you realize okay I don't want to end up like these people and I talk about this all the time and I advocate for therapy because it honestly changed my life I'm someone that doesn't like telling people how I feel and my emotions to an extent, I like to keep a lot in and I like to be very private with a lot of things unless I trust you because I have trust issues or at least I used to. Now I'm a little bit more open and I'm if someone's going to do something to me, that's on them. And I really truly believe in what you put out, you get back. And I'm very much in that mantra. And I think that a lot of people who have trust issues don't like expressing their emotions and that's why like I made it a point to go seek out a therapist and tell one specific person all of my stuff and I felt like I could trust her and I really do and I still do and I believe that if you hold things in for so long it it's going to come out and pour out in different ways your relationships your work life your social life your family life all different ways it'll just come pouring out and it it's almost sad because it's like, why when you could have prevented it? But then it also, I'm going to tell you today too, if you do get that to the point and you, you know, does hit the fan, you're always able to redirect yourself. I think that you can start from anywhere. I mean, I've had points where I was breaking and I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to overcome this. And then I think, okay, keep pushing, Diane, keep pushing yourself. You got this, like you'll get over it and not even get over it. You'll push through it think that this quote this other quote that I did find it's about dealing with grief it's so interesting and it really relevant to what I'm speaking about today is grief is like living two lives one is where you pretend that everything is all right and the other is where your heart silently screams in pain and I think that when you think about it because it's like wow you to the outside world you seem okay but in the inside you're basically like dying and you're crying and all these emotions are happening what if you reversed it And you felt the pain now. So then later on, you would not have to feel that. And what if instead of putting on that brave face, like you're okay and like nothing's affecting you and nothing bothers you. What if you actually leaned on someone for help and asked for guidance or spoke to it about your spoke to it with your friends or your family? And I think that that is one thing that I wish I had maybe done sooner. But I mean, I live in the moment and I also am the type of person that everything happens for a reason. You know me, you know that this statement is literally my life's work is living in the moment and everything happens for a reason. If something doesn't work out for me, I literally tell myself it was not meant for me. It was meant for something else or someone else or 
I was meant for even greater opportunity or a different opportunity that was going to benefit me more. And until I really had to like have my world shaken up like that, I became more authentic. And I think that I'm not saying, you know, lose a parent or lose a loved one for you to wake up. I'm just kind of telling you I needed to be shaken. I had, God forbid, I wish that it wasn't shaken like that. I miss my dad every day. And I wish that he was still here with me. And I was being able to, you know, witness all the things in person. But now it's in spirit. And I really had to hold on to my faith. Grew up a Catholic. You know, I went to Catholic school my entire life from, you know, primary school up until college. And I always studied the Bible and school and uh, religion and everything like that. But I was never fully religious. I don't think it was maybe because it was forced upon me. I felt that wasn't my choice necessarily. So I didn't really feel super inclined or in tuned with it until I grew older and I appreciated word and I appreciate God. And I really had to lean on my faith and I had to tell myself, whatever higher power you believe in, you'll be okay. I remember when my dad died, I thought my world was going to end. I didn't care about anything. I was depressed. I was in a negative headspace. I just had no emotions towards anything. I was just numb. And I was feeling my pain and feeding my ego with so many different things to validate myself in a way because I didn't know how to express that I was actually hurting inside. And that's a lot of trauma. I guess what I'm just trying to say is you may think that today you'll never get over it, but tomorrow you will. And I think that you're allowed to feel sad and upset and not force yourself into feeling like you have to be positive in order to get over it. I mean, I'll be honest, I was pretty upset and hurt. I did have the fake negative positivity that I feel like a lot of us do have where we're, you know, almost faking it to make it, telling ourselves that you have to stay positive in order to get through it. I'm not saying all positivity is negative. I think positivity is a beautiful thing. I think hope is wonderful. I think faith is even more beautiful. I do think that being realistic with how you feel is more important though and actually being truly authentic to who you are. And if you're having a shitty day, own it. Like, I'm having a shitty day, but I can make it a better day. I'm telling you, get yourself into therapy or really write down how you're feeling. The best thing I ever did for myself was journal. When I started journaling, I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear, my life completely unraveled and changed in so many different ways because written word about your thoughts and seeing what your mind is thinking on paper is insane because it makes you assess your emotions in so many different ways that you never thought you could. And being someone who has trust issues, has a hard time expressing her emotions, very closed off at times, very... I guess recluse when it comes to a lot of things, I think that helped me the most because I realized, you know what, if I'm not comfortable telling people how I feel because at the time I felt like it's none of anyone's business how I'm feeling because this is my grieving process, writing down, it was almost like I had a best friend, which I have a lot of best friends, but a best friend that I was, okay, you know what, I'm going to say some crazy things on this paper right now and I'm not going to feel judgment at all because it's literally just me. And so when you're going through situations of grief and you're going through the process, even in relationships too, because I do feel when you go through a breakup, it's like a grieving process. You're losing someone that you love. You know, you're having to mourn. There's, there's different waves. So grief, you're angry, you're upset, you're numb. You know, you think that you're, you're kind of in this phase. So you think you're over it, but then the next day you're, holy crap, I'm actually not over this. It's the same thing. It's the same situation as a breakup. I'm not comparing a breakup and death 
as the same thing, I guess I should reword that. I'm saying it's very similar process as far as like your emotions and not being able to fully control them. Because when you lose someone you love, you know, a part of you feels like you lost yourself. And I'm here to tell you that that's not necessarily true. You know, the person that you love who's gone on and passed and who is in a better place, they're still here with you. They're still always going to be here with you. And just remind yourself that maybe they're not here in physical form, but they're there spiritually. They're there in spirit. They're there with every action and every movement that you have in your body. You may not see it, but you can maybe feel it. And if you can't feel it, you can believe it. And I think that believing in faith is so beautiful, like I stated, because No one can tell you what to believe and no one can tell you what kind of faith you have to have. That's your own choice. You know, God gives you free will and that's essentially your free will. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this podcast today and kind of bring light to grief and loss is because I think it's very important to be honest with yourself about how you're feeling, to go seek help, that you don't always have to be positive. It's great. Positivity is a beautiful thing, but you don't always have to be it. You're allowed to not be okay. Like I said previously, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to grieve and be upset. Instead of being selfish, be selfless. I think that is my most important one is I was selfish and I was, you know, very into my own stuff. I'm not going to let anyone tell me what to do, like, and how I'm going to grieve and stuff like that. And it's okay to seek advice and it's okay to listen to other people about their process because you might pick up little tips and be like okay maybe this is good for me maybe this isn't maybe I'll try this or maybe I won't and I think it's a beautiful thing to learn and knowledge is key and I think that as you progress in life it's beautiful to journal because you can look back to where you once were and who I was two years ago during my dad's passing is not even close to who I am today because I I've matured and you can say it's with time it's with therapy it's whatever it's I think I've become more self-aware to my maybe negative traits and becoming more self-aware to things that I need to change about myself and not even just change if maybe embrace as well and During your healing process with death and losing a loved one, you have to just always remember to stay true to yourself and whatever feels right to you. I mean, like I said, people can tell you all these different things of how you should handle the situation, but you know what's best for you. And I think that you're living your life, therefore you should live it for you and no one else. And conclude today's episode, I want you guys to remember to live your best life, but live it how you choose to live it, not how anyone else tells you grace live with love live with life and remember you can honestly do whatever you set your mind to and there's no one on this earth that can stop you all right guys i'll see you next time